It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's sponsor is Audible.com who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash shark. Hey, welcome to Movies, Films, and Flicks. I'm your host, John Laswa. Joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, Mark Hoffmeyer. So I was just watching the uh, new Hateful Eight trailer, and uh, Kurt Russell is in it, and he plays a guy called The Hangman. He hangs people. Uh, do you think he hangs people from trees? I like to think he hangs people, like, from trees, but he does it, like, kind of Spider-Man style. I think he hangs people with the curls of his mustache from his upper lip. <laughs> Wait, so what's Spider-Man style from trees? Like, they're doing it upside down. He makes them kiss like a people upside down. <laughs> Wait, so he just drops them from trees? Yeah. And they kiss yeah. the ground? Yeah. Kurt Russell plays a very weird character in April 8. And does he hang him upside down with his mustache like Levengood said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Rapunzel but with facial hair. I mean, if you're in California and you're on the Redwoods and you're hanging them from your mustache hair and you drop them, they'll definitely kiss the ground. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a fun kiss. There's <laughs> <laughs> been better. Yeah. Let me good. How do you like to kiss people? <laughs> <laughs> How do I like to kiss people? <laughs> I, 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 Just like a little peck? With, or do you like, with, uh, with a with a Scott Speedman and Kate Beckinsale like passion. Oh man, sounds like funny. something out of Underworld Part One. Yeah, <laughs> not not two, three, or four. No, one part yeah. one. I Just remember one. watching two, and one isn't great. Uh, obviously, not everything's great. One isn't very good. But I remember watching two and being excited for it and just being completely let down. Oh, I love the action in two, though. I, the first one just made sense to me. And then it all just became, a, well, the third one, I just like Bill Nye, actually. He wasn't in the second one. He was in the first and third. It was a cool concept. It just kind of went off the rails, like, during the second and, movie. And then yeah. four had the giant lichen, and now five is going to come out. You know what I don't like about the fourth one with that lichen? Like, a, there's a, a giant werewolf. And instead of just grabbing people and bites their head off, it just throws them 20 feet and allows them to escape. 
and then it catches up to him. It throws him 20 feet and lets him escape. I want to know where all that mass magically came from when it yeah. got. That's what I want to know. It's like the Hulk. Maybe he has gamma rays in him. Yeah. Like, a, but the mass still has to come from somewhere. It doesn't matter what their cause was. Maybe he's uh, fish. But fish. where the, we see him grow? We but just, he, turned, he turns his back every time. Every time you watch Underworld, when he's about to change, he turns his back. So, so he's so, just, he's so he had face. like. A thousand pounds of fish just right behind him, and we didn't see it. Yeah, that's why they always cut away for like five minutes. <laughs> <sighs> he's just eating fish while he's turning. How do you feel about part five coming out? Whatever. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's the best like, reaction you could have to under five. <laughs> it's like whatever. Like I think like, the fourth one was only made because of that one shot where Kate Beckinsale is crawling through the air duct. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. It's a good there's, shot. Yeah, there's no point to like these <laughs> movies. Like they're just like, uh, put Kate Beckinsale in something and she'll shoot something and we'll make thirty million dollars and then we'll make seventy internationally, we'll make the budget back. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know why I watch a meter. Just maybe because Kate Beckinsale is pretty to look at. You know, I got two words for you, leather pants. Yep. And, <laughs> Time magazine placed her at number three the best to be the next bond behind Jude Law and Ewan McGregor. Wait, how did they how did they arrive at that? They did like age, experience, height, blah 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 blah, like an algorithm. Okay. And she's number three behind Jude Law and Ewan McGregor. Uh, they did fifty five, I believe. Am I like number fifty forty seven? Yes, you are. And <laughs> Lazavath is uh, thirty two. Oh, I'm higher than Levengood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, how'd you do it? I, you know, I live life dangerously. I always <laughs> keep a Walter PP seven in my back pocket. Is it because of those motorcycle stunts you did on YouTube? Yes. And John just has dirt bike. Levengood just has dirt bike, and you have motorcycle. I would fall off on my dirt bike. <laughs> I've also got my uh, my gun barrel sequence walk down. You know, yeah. like the beginning where like they're walking. I've got. So, the, I've been practicing that. So you've just been basically watching Levengood's YouTube videos and one upping them behind his back. Yeah. Shh, don't tell him. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I think you and McGregor would be a good bond. Uh. I don't know. For some reason, I wanted like an unknown actor to play Bond at this point. I know Daniel Craig wasn't completely unknown, but like he wasn't, he wasn't even McGregor when he took on the Bond role. I want someone similar where like he's just he hasn't blown up yet, you know? Like literally? Yeah, literally. <laughs> well, you can't um, Bond movies blown up, right? <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting Lazarus back earlier. We were talking about beer, and I was like, yeah, it's blowing up. He's like, no, I got the can in one piece. So yeah. well. <laughs> Hey-o. Hey-o. Bazinga. All right, guys. I feel like we're getting off the rails here. So I'm going to get it back on track. Mark, what are we talking about today? Trees. No, seriously, what are we talking about today? Trees. What? So I'm watching Last Witch Hunter. <laughs> and uh, in the beginning scene, it's a bunch of Vikings. You know, Vin Diesel has a fake beard and blah, blah, blah. And they're going up to, to, to battle this evil witch. And the evil witch doesn't have a castle. She has this massive tree that is that is the house to a bunch of plague flies. And so once these flies hatch from the tree, they infect the populace and they cause like the black plague. That's what it was. The witches did it. And later on in the movie, of course, the witch comes back. There's more of a plague tree. And it just got me thinking about trees I don't want in my front yard. Like, like that's c- one of them. That's one of the yeah. trees. Yeah, yeah like from. cinematic trees I don't want in my front yard. All right. <laughs> so I'm just... I, 
I, so I kind of dug through some movies, you know, the some are obvious, some weren't, and I put together a list of 11 cinematic trees I don't want in my front yard. Oh, and this is number one or number 11. Yeah, no, number one is actually the plague tree because, okay. I mean, it would take up a ton of acreage. Like, it would basically be your front lawn. You know what I mean? And it's like, like, let's say some guy comes and starts it on fire. Like, what police, what fire department is going to come to put out a plague tree? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they wouldn't go, wouldn't want to go anywhere near it. Like, I'm not like you get the call. Hey, uh, the plague tree is on fire. Can you guys come put it out? No. Uh, no. You know, like, it's not, like, so you, it basically takes up your entire front yard, and it's a huge hazard, and it spreads the plague. Yeah. I don't want it in my front yard. So that's not, I mean, I, anything that's involved with the plague, probably not that cool. By the way, this tree looks a lot like the Game of Thrones tree, but way bigger. Yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> annoying, you know, because you have crusaders showing up to battle the witch all the time. You got to deal with them. You got to clean up the dead bodies. Yeah, on your like after the Crusaders are fighting, you know, are they making camp in your backyard? You know, like oh. this is just annoying. I don't want this tree in my front yard. Do you have to like get a city ordinance, like uh, voucher permit, to put a porta potty out there? And if you don't, what are they doing? Where are they going? Like yeah. the bushes? Like, and you could have no. no irrigation because the roots of this thing spread all over the place. So it probably wrecks havoc on your foundation, and it's probably know, sapping all the water out of your lawn too. You got a dead lawn. Yeah, I mean. You, and, like, it's all the shade, so nothing will grow underneath it. Like, there's already sinkholes in Florida, so imagine the sinkholes this thing would cause. Oh, it would... It's just a nightmare. It's a nightmare tree. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't put it in my front yard, guys. Don't put plague trees in my front yard. Is, is all I'm saying. You know, I, it's I, one I... thing I want in my life, and that's not to have a plague tree in my front yard. No, I agree. Well, yeah. I mean, the. There are plague trees. They're pretty bad, but I mean, there are some trees that literally would like commit criminal acts. <laughs> yeah, and that's our second one, <laughs> uh, which is the Evil Dead tree. Oh yeah. <laughs> and for every on the post, for every reason, I wrote why. So why wouldn't I want this in my front yard? And my explanation for why is you know why. <laughs> I don't. Look, if get... you saw the remake of Evil Dead, you know why. But if you saw the original Evil Dead. You really know why? Because like that was—I don't want to get sodomized by a tree. Yeah, <laughs> basically. But that—that that was not consensual. What that tree did. I mean, like you couldn't really have visitors. Like, let's say you live in like a townhouse with no backyard, and people really can't come. Like, you can't have people walking through your front yard with the Evil Dead tree there. You know what I mean? If you had a backyard, like maybe it's you like, could have people park like in your backyard. It's like, mom, right? don't don't go, don't come to my house. And she's like, yeah. she gets offended, like, "Why you don't want me in your house?" I'm like, "No, I just listen. I don't, I don't want the tree to like. Yeah, let's not get into it. <laughs> yeah, and this is, and then be like, this isn't one of those things where I'm saying don't, but that means yes. Like, just literally, do not come to my house. Yeah, I'll come to you. Yeah, so, exactly. So the tree in the original Evil Dead was actually so heinous, even though Sam Raimi liked the idea at the time, that when he made Evil Dead 2, which was largely kind of a remake of Evil Dead, it, it was discussed, and he didn't want to go where he went with the original with that tree, which is why you just see an evil tree attacking the house at the end. But then in the remake, they kind of reapproach the evil tree scene from the original, but they don't 
quite push it as far. But I mean, he even when he was re- with a better budget remaking his movie superficially, his Evil Dead Two, he didn't even want to go there again the same way. Like he didn't think that people would take it so well. Like, like <laughs> in the first one, I don't want to sound vulgar, but <clears throat> this tree kind of has a woman tied down, and this branch come out comes out of nowhere and just goes. Thump. You know, like right into, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, violates a person. But like, right. you watch it and you're just like, oh my gosh, like, oh, you just lock up. Like, even as <laughs> is a dude who sees a lot of horror movies, and I've seen this one over and over and over again. Like when I see that, that's kind of like when I'm gripping the seats, like, like with my with my with my fingers, just like tightening my grip. I wouldn't even want like a lawn crew coming over to my house to like, you know what I mean, like. But How could you mow your lawn off? having this thing in your front yard? Yeah. It's not good. Not a good thing. I mean, it could be like a good, like a uh, protection. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be like a good theft deterrent. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't chance it. I mean, no, well, it would also be a good thief killer. Like, it would be <laughs> life deterrent. <laughs> like, no, yeah, so, no uh, Jehovah's Witness would want to come to your house. It's like, well, oh. well, so, so, like. No, no, I'm gonna leave it alone. Your, your next tree is gonna take us into a new interesting place. All right. <laughs> All right, so my next tree is the Ernest Scared Stupid Treehouse, and the reason why is because it attracts too many trolls. So like, you have this awesome tree, right? You build this, I mean, amazing treehouse. I mean, this treehouse in Ernest Scared Stupid is amazing, but then you have this great treehouse. But then this evil troll who hates children tries to like respawn his progeny in it so you have this tree on your front yard that is the house to like evil evil trolls so how long did it take Ernest to build this tree house I mean in the movie it looked like it took him a day like then you just go make a tree house somewhere else but imagine looking at that tree house every day and knowing you can't go play in that thing that's like having an 80 inch TV in your house and being like I can't watch it that would never it's, just a, to me. it's a reminder of what you can't have. Yeah. And that so, tree was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so the troll is – so I haven't seen this movie. Wait, wait. Either. But aside from tree houses, you have a tree in your front yard that's ha- home to, to evil trolls. So how is the troll using this for its progeny? Well, you saw that like in the tree, in the middle of it, he, he takes his little wooden statue kids and there's five little holes in the tree where he places the kids. Those those holes were just there. Like yeah, they were there. It's an evil tree. It's like, hey, you know, like, I'm here for you, troll. You put your wooden statues in me, and I'll spawn a bunch of Brussels sprouts that look like trolls. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, yeah, that that tree had plans in its own like interior decorating. Like, it it had orifices to put these petrified kid statues. Yeah. So I mean, even if you didn't have a treehouse in there, you still have a tree in your front yard where evil trolls are growing. I mean, I guess I just put some cute lawn gnomes there instead. Would they battle? Like, can I just harvest the incomplete growing trolls, like like chicken eggs, and make something out of them for I breakfast? Mean, could you feed them to werewolves while they're turning? While they're turning, yeah. While they're turning, <laughs> like to, that's how they get so big. <laughs> but I mean, just imagine that you're like you're going out with your coffee to get your paper in the morning, and you just see a bunch of Brussels sprouts, and you're like, "Damn, trolls are coming again." Right? 
I, I mean, it sounds like a pain in the butt. It's like, it's like, honey, I got to go. You haven't eaten breakfast yet. I, I, I don't have time. But, you know, once that sun comes up, the trolls are running all over. The, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go beat the <laughs> troll traffic to, <laughs> just to get to my car. And you see him out every night with a baseball bat hitting the Brussels sprouts <laughs> off the tree and, like, getting chased around by a train tour of the troll. I don't know. I feel like after a while, though, like you would get used to it, and you would just kind of. It'd be like hard to fall asleep without hearing the trolls. Like just like you like, do <laughs> not get used to being attacked by trolls. On no, your listen, car. it's like getting used to hearing the sound of like a really loud air conditioner every night. Like after a while, like you can't fall asleep without it. You know, it's like after a while, you can't fall asleep without hearing like a troll just like outside. Just like I suppose you could cut a deal with them and be like, "Listen, I'm going on vacation for three weeks." You know, watch my house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, would they so, I mean, mess up the house, though? Or they Oh, yeah, they like... would tear it up. Oh, yeah, okay. They're slobs. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't want to ever leave your house. It's You're ba- constantly battling trolls every day. Oh, this sounds horrible. <laughs> I, I do not. Mark, I do, you know what? Call your arborist brother-in-law. <laughs> I do not want this tree in my front yard anymore. <laughs> I would cut that thing down for sure. <laughs> but then there'd be a troll army deflecting it. You know, like you'd have to like you'd have to dynamite it or hope lightning strikes it. <laughs> all right, all right. All right so so first talk- tree, our first tree was like kind of prophetically evil. Our second tree was truly evil. Our third tree was like a vector for creating evil. Yeah. Are all your trees actually evil? Well, my fourth tree isn't evil. It's the home tree from Avatar. Okay. <laughs> but like, all right, so it's a good tree. You know, it's like a healthy tree. But it sits on top of a bunch of minerals. So the last thing I need is like some evil corporation showing up to my house and being like, we're digging under your house. I'm like, no, man, I like my house. They're like, we're digging. You know, it would be like a, you know, of course it would end up badly. And what ha- happens if like lightning strikes the home tree, right? And a branch falls off and lands on your house. Your entire house is crushed. So automatically you're not going to be able to insure anything on your house. Yeah, that avatar tree wasn't so how big do you how tall do you think that avatar tree was like a thousand feet? It was like yeah, a I mean, skyscraper, easily, right? Easily. <laughs> I like yeah, blue people falling out of it. It's yeah. like a skyscraper, yeah, branches falling. I mean, ten, ten foot tall blue so people. Imagine during the winter when the leaves fall. You know how much raking you'd have to do? Can you just get the the blue cat people to do it though? Yeah, oh, you would have to hire like three crews. It would be like a big snowstorm, but with leaves. That actually sounds kind of fun. I don't know. I mean, for kids, yeah, but you don't ever, you know, like you don't always want to be looking up and going, "Is that branch going to fall in my house today?" I, you know what I, I mean? I will admit to being the kid who just jumped in the leaf pile, <laughs> just like yeah. having to but re-rake it. I don't think I would find my kids if they jumped in a leaf pile from this tree. They would be lost to time. They would. It would just be gone. <laughs> And then you got blue people, you got these angry dudes showing up, going, I'm digging under your house. You know, like, it's just like, guys, you know, like, and there's, be like, you know, nothing could grow because all the shade, like, it would just be a nuisance, right? Yeah. It's a and good those cat sh- people, they'd be, they'd be, like, hunting your pets if you let them out. Yeah, exactly. Like, you let out your dog, it'd be gone. Fido. Yeah, Fido would be dead. Yeah. And people would be plugging themselves in their backyard. There'd be like weird stuff going on all around your house. Branches are falling, leaves are falling. It's just not worth it. The home tree is not worth being in your front yard. But it looks pretty. I mean, it looks great. Yeah. It's a great looking tree. I mean, you know what? If I had like a, 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 you know, if I owned Disney, you know what I mean? I would put it there for an attraction. But I wouldn't put it in my front yard. 
Right. Because you don't you know what I mean? Disney. You know what I mean? Like, all right, so I in St. Pete, I had two big trees uh, outside of my house. Lightning hit both of them. One of the branches fell in our garage, and I had to re-roof it. And it was like the worst weekend of my life. Oh, man. So I don't want to deal with that from, like, the home tree. <laughs> yeah. If uh, the home tree fell over, you're going to have to, like, <laughs> rebuild your entire house. The entire neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. I was like, like, oh, man. <laughs> like, no insurance. No one's covering that. Well, I mean, if, if one of those branches got legit knocked off from the base, it would actually take out, like, the whole street. Yeah, it'd be done. <laughs> it'd be done. Like, it's just like, hey, I like you, tree, but, you know, you're not for me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's you. Like, I'd, I'd be arguing with the HOA. They'd be like, yo, your tree's branch <laughs> fell and, like, destroyed all five of our houses. It's coming out of your insurance. And I'd be like, whoa, the lightning came from your side of the property line. <laughs> 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 well, like, yeah, I, I mean, you would have to deal with like insurance. I, I just don't want to deal with it. It's an unwanted nuisance. And no one likes HOAs. No, no one likes an HOA. I'm not dealing with it. Much. Yeah. So the next one, it's not as big, but it's very unpredictable. It's the the Harry Potter Whomping Willow. And well, like, you know, it's outside cool, of Hogwarts, you know, it's kind of a good tree. It protects things. But like sometimes it gets kind of annoyed and hits cars and like you couldn't park anything in your front yard. Like it's just unpredictable. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a good tree, but it's kind of like having a lion in your house. You know it's what I mean? Like, it's, it's like it's like the, the, the tigers or whatever or lions or whatever they were in Gladiator on the chains. Like it's like, <laughs> how long is that chain? Am I too close? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I don't think it, it, it there's no evil to it. It's just like it's a whomping willow. It's going to whomp on things. You know what I'm saying? Like you can train a cheetah, but if it gets hungry, it's going to attack you. I mean, it's OK if you have like an invisibility cloak, then you just kind of, you know, kind of saunter past it, you know, back and forth. But invisibility cloaks are kind of hard to come by. Yeah, and like you can't park anything in your driveway. No, it's you know what I mean. Get and think, on. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, I like the word "womp." Like I'm all for that word "womp." Yeah, but I just I'm not down with stuff getting womped on my property. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'll like be. I su- I support it on my neighbor's lawn. Yeah, like I'll have to walk around it. <laughs> you know, but like you'll never be able to play a pickup game of football in your front yard because you'll get womped. Yeah. Oh, that so, tree, man. Like, he'll just, like, he'll defend any pass. Yeah. So <laughs> we should have done that for our fantasy draft. Oh, man. <clears throat> I mean, the last thing you want on your front yard is an unpredictable whomping tree. I, you know, I, I, I'm looking at your list, and I don't think I want your next tree either. Oh, gosh. It's the Sleepy Hollow Tree of Blood and Summoning Power. Just that name. If someone knew that you – it's like, look, kids, when you walk home, take the long way. Go go down like Oak Street. And they're like, Mom, it's three extra blocks. It's like, I don't want you walking past that tree of blood and summoning power. <laughs> that just sounds so ridiculously over-the-top evil. So imagine you're having a dinner, dinner party, right? Like you're having a big party at your home. Like you have about 50 people. It's catered, right? Everything's going great. But then a headless horseman pops out of the hollow tree of blood and summoning power and just starts hacking up your guests. Like that's you don't want a tree where headless horsemen you know fly out of. I nothing good is coming out of a tree called the tree of blood and summoning power. It's not like Emerald comes out of there and he's like, I'm gonna cater your party. <laughs> like, and I don't know why why all of a sudden he sounds like a Chicago Italian either, but he does. I'm gonna I'm, You'd sound a little disheveled, too, if you just came out of a tree. Yeah, you're sitting there inside, right? And this headless horseman comes out and starts whacking every car with swords. 
like his sword with Ray Parks. Yeah. Skill and flipping axes. And, and guess who's responsible for paying for the damage? Yeah, all of it. And it's like, hey, you guys want to come over and play poker? Uh, are you going to pay for my car when your headless horseman comes out and starts? Wait, did you say Ray Park was a headless horseman? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Ray Park played the headless counterpart of the headless horseman. Made perfect sense because he's not very tall and he has amazing skills with uh, light handheld weapons. Yeah, I don't want him now. I don't like. I thought it was just some guy swinging a sword. I, I thought it was like Christopher Walken swinging a sword. No, no, not. no. When you, when you see how he, he is like flipping the axe in a single hand, like over and over, like, it makes all these sounds. And his sword too. Like it, he is doing some like kung fu theater fighting with those with that sword and axe. And can you become friends with this, the headless horseman? I, well, he can't hear you when you try and reason. Like if you're like, yo. Uh, horseman, let me buy you a beer. He doesn't have ears, so he's just gonna stab you in the face. Yeah, you would never become buds. So like, and what's he gonna do? He's like gonna pour like some nice like double bock that you give him like right down his neck hole. Like yeah. he can't even enjoy a beer with you. Yeah, I don't want that tree in my front yard. Lazavat, would you want that tree in your front yard? I would, because I feel like it'd be. A <laughs> I, would. Hit. I feel like it's it'd like be a my hit neighbor's a dickhead. I want yeah. that tree there to take care. Yeah. of You would never pay rent. That's true. Like, hey, guys, come evict me. <laughs> I guess if he squatted in a house with these things around, it might be okay. But how do you get past those things in the first place? But at that point, you're squatting in the house because you're afraid to leave the house. <laughs> it's like it's like you're in the demon night house. Like, you just don't want to leave. <laughs> like, you're, you're, outside. like, you could get around the last witch hunter tree, but you don't want to be next to it. The evil dead tree, you're not getting around it. The stupid tree house you don't want around because trolls are coming from Wait. everywhere. The home tree, what? These trees are all in the front yard, right? Yeah. Can you just go out the backyard? Like, there's nothing I guess. in the backyard. Yeah, right? I mean, I, but the, a lot of people don't really have backyards. Yeah, that's true. Okay, Dude, so. I've like, seen your horseman on his horse leap out of that tree hole. He will be from the front to the backyard by the time you took two Wait, steps we're down thinking, your back yeah. steps. And we're thinking St. Pete, too, where there's a lot of alleys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in my house in St. Pete, we had the, the front yard and the backyard. You could park in through the backyard. Wait, but so hold on. Are all these trees, like, together? Or are we just talking, like, separate instances? Any Individually. Tree, I, oh, think. Okay. I, I mean, if there's two trees, you're just too really up shit's creek. I, I, was, oh, I, I was about to say, like, because when the Headless Horseman, once he came out of a tree, wouldn't he just be grabbed by, like, the Whomping Willow? <laughs> That'd be the best. So, <laughs> wait, two, like, you know what? If I could have any two trees in my lawn, I would definitely have the Whomping Willow, just simply because anything that came out of those trees would get whomped. <laughs> yeah. It would just be Ooh. like a battle of trees. That'd I mean, I'm down for that. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Be like Lord you'd, be like, you'd be playing bongos with trolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my next one is the Wizard of Oz, the jerky slap tree. So there's like this scene where, um, you know, in the Wizard of Oz, she walks up to a tree and she pulls the apple off and the tree's like, hey. Well, you're pulling trees from my branches, and he slaps her hand. And it's like, listen, tree, you're in my front yard. You got free rent. You're not going to eat these apples. Let me have them. He's like, no. So there's zero point to have a grumpy tree that slaps you in your front yard. That tree was a jerk. He was a jerk. (laughs) Why do you like – he won't let people eat his apples. I think he was – that tree was literally mutilating itself to get back at her for mutilating it. Yeah, and it's just slapping her. And, like, she did nothing wrong. He's, he sounded like he's just an angry Philadelphian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Philadelphians. Was the Wampy Willow also from Philadelphia? Would that explain the, the orneriness? I feel, 
where is he from? Because he's not that much of a jerk. He's just more he's, unpredictable. Yeah. What the trick? Yeah, the Whomping Willow. Is he a jerk? He's from he's from Chicago. There we go. Okay. <laughs> he's from he's from, he, he he and and uh, Italian Chicago Emerald that they're neighbors. Because I feel like he gets it. You know what I'm saying? Like the Whomping Willow is like, listen, I get it, guys, but I'm still gonna whomp you because that's just my nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds like a proverb where, where, like, the tree explains itself. Like, look, this is my nature. This is what I do. Like, when things get <laughs> bad, I feel like the Womping Will is like, I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the jerky tree from Wizard of Oz is just going to be like, yo, no. Hey, I'm really hungry, man. I'm starving. Can I have one of your apples? No. I'm going to slap you. Like, I don't, I don't like him. He's my least favorite of all the trees. So if you wanted to make an apple pie, it's going to hurt. Yeah. I'm going to hurt that tree. Oh. I'm gonna be out fighting that thing. You're, you're like, oh, if someone filmed it, just picture you looking through, like, doing some dishes, and you're looking through the front window. I'm gonna be out there wrestling with a tree, trying to get some apples. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that in my front yard. It's like, oh man, you don't know why I had to go through to get this bushel. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to eat that guy's apples. They're probably gross. Yeah, I'm actually not a fan of apples, but thanks for the uh, the effort. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'm all like black eyed and like slapped up. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the next one is, I think he's almost as much of a jerk. I don't know if it's he or she as the Wizard of Oz, but it's the poltergeist tree who attacks old children. And it's like, tree, you're a tree and you're attacking little kids. Like, that's not cool. You know, like attack, you know, the Whomping Willow. Don't go after little children. But was it really the tree or was it the, the dead spirit that was that was possessing the tree? I mean, I think that tree was up to nothing good. Oh, OK. Hold on. In both now, I'm not a fan of the of the remake, but you know, in both of these movies, right when they like pull up to the house before they've even been in it, the the young son in both movies, 1980, 1982, and 2015, the kids look at the tree for a second, like, uh oh, yeah, like so they know right away that there's something wrong with that tree. It's not like. One day, a poltergeist zipped into that tree to expedite something. That tree has been tainted from a long history of evil spirit exposure. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, so it maybe started as a tree, but now it's just, you know, a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, not like, it's not like it was a normal tree, and then it had, like, there was a full moon and it went werewolf and suddenly got ugly. And no, that tree was evil looking from the first scene. Like, you know, and even more evil in the original, that remake. Ugh. You know how Gollum got, um, Gollum got, like, corrupted. It was, a, yeah. yeah, corrupted. So I think this tree is like the Gollum of trees. I feel like that tree isn't even necessarily possessed by all those evil spirits anymore. I feel like in the presence of so many enraged spirits that that tree literally manifested its own evil. Ooh. Yeah, and that's why it's a jerk. <laughs> I mean, like, your kids would never sleep. Poor tree. They'd be like, Dad, there's nothing good with that tree. And then Dad's like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. It's not good. Look at that picture. It's like reaching for the little kid. I hate, I hate big people that pick on little kids, and that's what that tree does. Well, he's got after Sam Rockwell. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, folks, if you want to hear us ream into this, these trees and more aspects of that movie, podcast episode 16, we, we do Poltergeist original versus remake. <clears throat> and so the next one is the Pan's Labyrinth Toad Tree of Gross Bugs and Toads. Oh. And it's like, Did you make up that name? Or yeah, that I made it up. Okay, because I like the name. For me, it's like you got this tree, right? And 
you gotta like it's all gross and buggy, and there's a toad in there. So like a lot of like people are gonna be searching in this tree for this toad to get this key for immortality. You know what I mean? Like this like I don't want people visiting my lawn messing with the toad in the tree. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if I'm on a trail and I see a toad, I look for the closest tree so that I can find immortality. <laughs> I mean, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, who knows what kind of like woodland creatures are going to be sending little children to the tree to oh. accomplish three tasks. And it's just gross. Like, it's just a nasty, fungy little thing. Yeah. It's going to make so much noise at night, too. It's just, I don't want it. Oh, that's a big toad. Yeah. It's like, oh. That thing yeah. was a big toad. That was like those African toads that eat baby deer. Yeah, like I just don't want to deal with it. It's all gross. It's a gross tree. Wait, that no, toad could have attacked that little girl at any moment. Yeah, exactly. I don't want a toad that can attack any of my children or pets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to feed my birds. I like having birds in my front yard, and I can put suet blocks out. The toad will eat those things. At the same time, though, you'll take care of the other uh, the nuisances, you know, like the groundhogs. <laughs> <laughs> So your lawn would be pest-free, but you just have to deal with a giant toad? I mean, you'll, it'll never be 100% anything. It'll always be, always be compromised somewhere. That's yeah. life. I mean, I guess it's like it's not an outright evil tree. I just don't want to deal with the grossness of it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like my front yard would just be a pile of mud. Well, I mean, some people's front lawns it's are like a pile Shrek of mud. Shrek Swamp. <laughs> yeah, it's like Shrek Swamp. Yeah. You know, like no matter – you know, I know a lot of people in Florida cover their lawns with like stones. But everywhere else, that wouldn't happen. Maybe if I lived in like a cold place where it froze up during the winter, it wouldn't be that bad. Maybe. No. You know, I just don't want I, I, It's not worth it. It's too gross. The <laughs> next one is the conjuring tree <clears throat> that dead witches hang on. It's like, you know, why? Like, I don't want this thing. Like, what? it's just, you know what I mean? I mean, why would it be well, bad? I feel like it would be unless bad. You're Ed- What's his name? Ed something, Ed Warren. Unless you're like Ed Warren or Lorraine Warren, you're not seeing what's hanging from it. Yeah, but you feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at that tree. It doesn't look right. Lazabeth, what were you digging into just then? I was about to say, like, unless you're like a witch, you know, why would you uh, (laughs) have anything against the tree? I'm just like, well, I'm not a witch, so I'm fine with the tree. I got to tell you. The witch, the, the witch, the tree that I don't want for a very similar reason of the conjuring tree is the sinister tree. Because once you move into that house and you see those, the, those, those old, like whatever, Super 8 film or whatever that is, and now you know the history of that tree in your backyard. No, 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 no. That tree had like a whole family on it. Oof. Yeah. I mean, that's a jerky treat. I, I just, I feel like this tree houses this spirit a little bit. You know what I mean? So if you move I mean, into this house, like, it's just not a good tree. That's unfortunate. That's true. Like I don't. I don't like that it's a witch. If if the witch was dead and that was it, like there was no haunting or possession that went with that, I'd be very comforted that yeah, like my tree was used to take out some evil. It's like a hero tree. But when the evil is still lingering, it's just like I don't care what that tree did. I'm getting out of this house. <laughs> Sorry, tree. Yeah, I, I, you know, like I don't know. And like, imagine people drive by your house. Like, what if somebody does see it in your front yard? They're going to come bother you. Like, it's just not a tree. It's not worth it. You know what I mean? Your house is going to be haunted pretty much. You have to deal with that stupid clapping game. <laughs> you know, like good-looking Ghostbusters are going to show up at your front front door. Way way like, better looking than the real version. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like it's just going to be, I don't know. It's just not worth it. So, I mean, the conjuring tree is not for me. 
And the next one, the, the one I finished with, is the guardian tree who sucks people into it and can bond with evil people. Like, the, the tree has, like, babies in it. Ugh. So This movie, by the way, like, I saw this, I want to say, like, it, it's like a 1987 or something movie. But I saw this in, like, 92, 93 from the local video store. My mom just gave permission for me to get R-rated random movies. And I always pick weird horror movies. <laughs> and this this is one of those movies that I saw, like, really in my early years. And I'm just sitting back, like, I don't know what this is, but it's awesome. And then I watched <laughs> it again, like, ten years later, and I'm like... I don't know what this is, but I guess it's entertaining with a six pack. Yeah. But like the tree has babies in it. The tree eats babies and like it can bond with evil people. Like it's just not worth it. If this is on your front yard, there's going to be some really weird people attracted to it. They're going to come into your house. You're going to seem all normal. Things are going to get weird. They're going to be in your backyard haunting you. Like it's just not. You know, it's just a really bad news tree. Well, you're just trying to watch Netflix and you have like all this stuff going on outside. And like, oh, man. Yeah, I don't need some tree with babies in it. I just want to binge watch Breaking Bad. Yeah, no, I don't need people, <laughs> I don't need jerky people banging on my window because, you know, the, they bonded with the evil tree. Okay, now hold on here. So we, we've actually just gone through like 11 evil trees. So if you had one of these evil trees, right, and let's just say it's not the Avatar home tree, which is ridiculously big, and you want to solve this problem and you let whatever, you, you're, you're in over your head in the house. You can't move. What do you do? I mean, I think I would have to probably get the jerky slap tree. Really? Because I mean, how do you how do you get rid of the tree? I'd I'd go out there and just chainsaw the little bastard. So okay, I thought that you'd say something. Like I that. would I, I would kill it. And when you say that, I think of Fern Gully. What happens if when you chainsaw it, you actually unleash the real evil and you get Hexus or something voiced by James Woods or something? Oh, if James Woods popped out of the jerky <laughs> slab tree. Or no, I'm sorry. It was Tim Curry, wasn't it, who voiced yeah. Hexus for Angoli. I just don't think the Wizard of Oz jerky slap tree has, you know, Tim Curry in him. Hey, hey, you know, the tree in Ferngully was just like it wasn't hurting anybody. It was just sitting there. Yeah, but you know what? If I killed the Wars of Oz jerky slap tree, I'd feel pretty good about it. I think it'd be worth dealing with, like, Tim Curry. It had a, you, It was coming to him. Do you think that, like, on an overcast, like, kind of creepy day, you'd come outside if you had that Wizard of Oz tree and you'd have, like, you'd get harassed by flying monkeys that are perched in it? Yeah, absolutely. Like, that, I just realized that's another complication is, is the local fauna that's attributed with these trees. <laughs> like we talked about the toad, right, with the Pan's Labyrinth tree, but like, and and the trolls with the Ernest tree, but like, how about fl- evil flying monkeys that are that are governed by this witch? Yeah, that's another problem. That's why I want to. If I had to take down one tree, it would be this Wizard of Oz jerky slap tree. I'd blow it up, and that's a whole orchard of evil trees. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the other thing. Most of these trees, we're talking about a single tree, whereas the the Wizard of Oz, that was, I mean, you were getting, it's like a snowball fight where it's eight people against one. You're getting hit from all sides by these apples. Oh, gosh. gosh. That would hurt. That would hurt. I think the best one to have would be the Nightmare Before Christmas trees because they're such wimps and they're always running away from stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You could chase them off. Yeah, so I don't know. What what tree would you guys deal with? Like if you had to have one of these trees in your front yard. I probably just go honestly for me the the home tree. What about you, Lazavath? I'm gonna go Whomping Willow. I'm not saying I'd win, but I feel like it'd be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that that home tree though. Like 
if a branch fell, the branch is going to fall like a thousand feet, right? Yeah. It might not even hit my house. It's so big. Like, there's a chance it might not even hit my house. It might just hit eight neighbors' houses. And the other thing is that, like, you know how a lot of lightning strikes when you have, like, a, a two-foot diameter tree? Like, it might split it down the middle a little bit. That tree is so big. A lot of lightning strikes, like, they, they just, they, you know, it's like it's like, it's like like a little scab on that tree. Like, it's just going to be fine. It's going to rain firewood on me. I'll just be like, oh, firewood. <laughs> cool. What if one of the blue people drop a knickknack out of you, out of their thing and it lands on your house? Like there's just okay. No- that is tr- okay. Now we're getting to the local fawn again. Yeah, that's true. Tr- like, what if miners show up to your house and go, "Hey, <laughs> we want what's under your house." Um, it's you can't obtain it. It's unobtainium. Yeah, but, but then you're gonna find like they're gonna get you. Like that guy's gonna come out of there. They're gonna try to buy it. They're, they're gonna hire some thugs. When they came in though, they try. They offered a lot of money to the to the cat people. They just weren't gonna leave their home. Whereas me, I'd be like, wait. How much you offer me? Yeah, I'll go get a condo downtown. Like this, <laughs> this is fun. with me. It's fine. That's not my home tree. It's and my religion isn't designed around it. Ooh, I like Remember, that. That's the, that was their religion and their faith. Their sense of afterlife was linked to the home tree. You know, all their, hot, their their heritage. Whereas for me, it's just an annoying tree on my front lawn that's giving me a ton of leaves. Literally, a ton yeah. of leaves every few days. And so, like, for me, I'd be like, wait, you're going to cut me a check for what? Yeah, I'm going to get a condo downtown. <laughs> okay, I like that. I think if I could move away, I would pick the home tree. But I kind of like the Whomping Willow, too. I feel like he's got some style. So you know what I mean? A, like, here's how I see a fight between me and the Whomping Willow go, going down. Like, it would just be me dancing in and out of the reach of the Whomping Willow. <laughs> like, I would just taunt it, like, <laughs> continuously. The thing is, is that if you were trying to move out, you literally can't move out when you're dealing with the Whomping Willow because it would be like a game of whack-a-mole. Yeah. The, the movers are going out with the couch, and it whomps it. And then the movers are no, coming out with your ottoman, and they whomp it. That's, <laughs> that's where I come in. I distract the Whomping Willow while, like, they're moving my couch or something. Like, over here, Whomping Willow. You can't catch <laughs> me. Got multiple Whomping Limbs. I know. I just uh, have to keep in it's, mind, like, his reach. It's like when you play. It's like when you play Wampamole with a mallet in each hand. Yeah. He's getting you, and he's getting, and he's getting my bed set when Listen, it's coming out. The movers good. are holding the bed. It just shatters the bed set when it. I can assure it. you, loving good. I'm quicker than the tree. I'm, I'm not. I'm not worried. Well, then it will miss you and hit my ottoman. <laughs> not everything's my, gonna make my, it out. You know, my lazy boy chair is not very adroit. We'll get we'll get ninety percent of the furniture out. <laughs> you know, you'll lose like a stool or something, but. And if you and if you move and you have the Pan's Labyrinth tree, the toad will just watch. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. A uh, quick question: We talk about trees we don't want. Like, uh, what are like one or two trees that you wouldn't mind having? Or is this like too? Uh, oh no, question? no, we can we can think about this. I can think of two. All right, let's hear it. Uh, the ant, well, I guess one of the ants from Lord of the Rings. You know, those guys. Are oh cool. yeah. You know, they let you ride on their shoulders and whatnot. And also, this one should be obvious, but Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> he doesn't say much. Yeah. He'd be a cool guy to hang out with. I kind of like the end because I don't think he would ever bother you. He just sort of sits there sleeping. Yeah. You but know, if like you, Treebeard if, would just be chilling. If you ever bother an ant, though, oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, what so, tree, you know what tree I want, guys? Yeah. I want the tree with Bill Murray in it and get smart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bill Murray gets sad every time you leave. Like, where are you going? 
Yeah. I would just put a lawn chair out and just drink vodka with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, this might be the teenager in me, but but I'd want the tree from the last unicorn because it had big boobs. The last unicorn tree? Yep. The cartoon movie from the eighties, The Last Unicorn. Wait, I'm tree, typing it in right now. The tree had Hello. boobs. It had huge boobs. Oh man. I don't think I've ever And seen... they were all in this little wizard's face. I don't think I've ever seen tree boobs before. If you look up the last unicorn tree in YouTube, you'll get like a bunch of videos of this. What? Tree. I'm looking at that right now. And it's got its and the dude is tied to this tree and his face is between its boobs, and the boobs are like Five feet in diameter compared to this little wizard in this movie. So this clip right now about the last unicorn, this guy wrote, watch the last unicorn last night. The 80s sure got away with a lot of shit. <laughs> well, that movie's creepy as hell. As it turns out in the movie, it, insin- it actually insinuates that the tree is going to try to smother him to death when the unicorn tries to save him because only she will have this wizard. But, but putting aside that weird sickness that, again, did slip into an 80s children's movie <laughs> like it's just a tree with big boobs i'm talking about the teenager in me not the 10 year old in me i like it, it. it's still like- weird <laughs> to be honest uh yeah i don't know i'm having like mixed feelings about this i'm looking at the picture right now it's just like very very awkward <laughs> <laughs> I, I want bill murray yeah. i want the bill murray tree <laughs> you know what i, I think to- uh i think tree boobs is a good uh, note to end uh, <laughs> this podcast on yeah I perfect you guys feel all right, before we sign off, though, uh, do we have any plugs to make? Yeah, listen to the podcast, rate, review, share, yep. come to movie shows with flicks. Yeah, hopefully uh, our shows will show up on iTunes. It yeah. occurs to me, isn't there like some holiday that no one ever gets off called Arbor Day that we should have saved this for? <laughs> I mean, I can, uh, I can make a note. <laughs> When's Arbor Day? It's, it's one of those days no one really cares about unless you're like really into saving trees <laughs> people will care you give them the day off like oh i love arbor day <laughs> Dude, i will i will literally hug a tree yeah. if i got the day off it's... i will go out and plant a couple trees maybe i'm not gonna hug any of these trees yeah <laughs> i don't know maybe the last unicorn tree yeah i don't know well even eh. I don't know. Hey, to all you listeners, uh, on, on a closing note, by the way, of all the things that, that we or other people do that so many other people do, we might review a movie and other people do. We might talk about our favorite death scenes at some point and other people do. Who else? Who else out there? What's the date today? Say the date so that if they hear anyone else talking about cinematic evil trees in a podcast or article, it's probably going to be after this date. Uh, November 5th? November 5th. You you y'all heard it? Put it put it in the filing cabinet. Throw it on the ground. Remember, remember. <laughs> the, the, the shark dropper away. Remember, remember the fifth of November. <laughs> we, we, we've seen we've seen a few a few of Mark's ideas later trickle down the the media vine, and and so I'm I'm officially noting the date. So when you guys see it elsewhere, it probably was us first. That's right. Right. Yeah. Talking about tree boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and, wom- and whomping. Yeah. That's a great word. Whomping? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if it was whacking Willow, I'd just be like, screw that tree. Let's go to the next scene. <laughs> yeah, whacking Willow doesn't work. Sounds Whomp- very inappropriate, actually. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, I look forward to that awkward blonde chick talking to her invisible, like, undead horse monsters. 
All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to go try to find the copy of The, the Last Unicorn for <laughs> research purposes. purposes. Yes. But I'm, uh, for my co host, <laughs> I'm just so flustered. I'm just looking at the picture of tree boobs. It's weird. I don't, I don't know how to. I don't know how to think right now. I just opened a whole new world the last <laughs> back here. Yeah. I didn't know trees had boobs. Yeah, yeah in all seriousness, guys, I, I would love for us all to watch The Last Unicorn and then talk about its craziness. That's not an original idea. Other people have done it, but I think it would be a lot of fun. I'm down. Dig it. All right, guys. It's the weirdest movie. For my co-host, Mark Hoffmeyer. Peace, love, Kurt Russell. John Lemmigood. Tree boobs. I've been your host, Tree Boobs. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Five seconds till shark drought. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production. 